to the Redeemed Evangelical Mission, Trem, Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. Must worship him in spirit and in truth. God, who? God is who? God is spirit. So when God made man in his image, it means that man is what? Spirit. We said that you are not a body. You are not a soul. Man is spirit. You are, you are spirit that has a soul and live in a body. You live in a body. You live in a container called body. The body is given to you and I to contact this earth, to function here because this earth, God made this earth for physical being. When Jesus was coming to this world, he took the fourth body, praise God. The devil is illegal here because he doesn't have a body. So it's illegal functioning here, praise God. The, we say the power that quickens. What do we mean when we say the power that quickens? What does it mean to quicken? To quicken is to make alive. To quicken is what? To make alive. To quicken is to give life. To quicken is to bring back to life. Praise God. What is the power that quicken? John chapter 6 verse 63. John chapter 6 verse 63. Jesus speaking. It is the spirit who gives life. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. The spirit gives life. So to quicken is a spirit that quickeneth. King James Fashion said, okay, it's on the board there. It, it is a spirit that quickeneth, gives life. Praise God. That quickness. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Praise God. So, we talked about last, uh, about <clears throat> Lazarus, how Lazarus came back to life. We talked about the woman, the son of the widow of Nain. Lazarus was in, in, in John chapter 11, 14 through 45, the story of Lazarus. After four days buried, smelling and rotten, the breath of life brought him back to life. The son of the widow of Nain, Luke chapter 7, 11 to 17. Jesus brought back the woman's son to life. In Mark chapter 5, 22 through 24, 20, uh, to 42, I beg your pardon, Jairus' daughter was restored back to life by the breath of life. Praise God. So we say the power that quickens, the power that gives life. What is that power? It's the word of God. 
the Spirit of God. Praise God. Now, go with me to Proverbs chapter 18, verses 20 through 21. Proverbs 18. The power that quickens. The power that quickens. Proverbs 18, 20 through 21. A man's stomach, a man's belly shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat of its fruit. Praise God. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and life. It is a world that gives life. The spirit that gives life. Praise God. In every one of us, in our mouth, either there is life and there is death. It, is, it depends on what you say. What do you say to yourself? What do you say to your family? What do you say to your children? What do you say to your health, to your job, to your finance, to your marriage? What do you say? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. A man's belly, a man's stomach shall be filled and satisfied with the fruit of his lips. Death and life. So whatever you say, you declare, you receive. Whenever you speak negative, anything that is contrary to the word of God is death. No matter how good or no matter how good is sound. No matter how factual it is, the fact is not the truth. The truth is the word of God. Praise the Lord. What do you say? Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel 37 from verse number 1. Go with me to Ezekiel 37 from verse number 1. I read from the New King James Version of the Bible. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And indeed, they were very dry on the line. Mark that. When you naturally look at what is on the ground, the fact of the story is that it's a hopeless situation. Not just that there were bones scattered everywhere, but the bones were very dry. Scientifically, there's no way out for this circumstance, this situation. It's a closed chapter. That's scientifically. Factually speaking, naturally speaking, no way out. Verse 3. And he said to me, he who, God, said to me, Son of man, 
Can these bones live? So I answered, Oh Lord God, you know. Ezekiel was smart enough not to speak the wrong thing. Remember, death and life are in the power of the tongue. When you are pressurized, what do you say? When what you are expecting didn't come the way you expected it, what do you say? When you are experiencing some delay, what do you say? Do you switch and join forces with the enemy? The Bible says, if two of you shall agree, anything on earth, it shall be done for you. The agreement could be between you, husband and wife, parents and children, friends, you and God, by laying hold to and on the word of God, what the word of God says concerning your circumstance, or with the enemy, the devil, by speaking according to what you are seeing and experiencing. What do you say? Ezekiel was smart enough not to commit abortion. Many children of God are aborting their destiny, aborting their fruitfulness, aborting their progress, aborting their blessing with their mouth. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. From today, receive grace to speak right, to speak life and no more death in the name of Jesus. Verse 4. Again, he said to me, Prophesy to these bones. Prophesy. To prophesy is to declare, to speak to your circumstance. You speak and declare, thus says the Lord, the word of God. You speak, declare. In spite of what is happening around, in spite of the every contradictory evidence, you speak life. The world. Remember we're talking about the power that quickens. When you speak life, you speak the world. The world has spirit and life to give life to every circumstance. Praise God. So the question is, what do you say? Remember, there are no casual words. No casual words. You know, oh, you know, I'm kidding, I'm joking. No, there's nothing like that. The world is worse. Our spirit and life, they are spirit and death. Spirit and life, when you speak the word of God. Spirit and death when you speak the words of the devil. In anything outside the word of God is the word of the devil and that is death. Just like the egg that drop on the floor from your hands and break. Can you pull it back together again? No. Or milk that's, you know, 
spill on the floor. Can you pull it back together? No. And that's why we have to be careful of what we speak. Say, what do we say? What do you say? Because around us, we have two words. Satan's words, which is a negative and contrary to the word of God, or the word of God that can realign your contradictory circumstance and experience. Now, what brings change to what you're experiencing and seeing is the word of God. The word of God. So, what do you say? Life or death? Life, the word of God. Death, the Satan's world. That's Satan's words are the fact you are seeing. Pastor, you see, this is what is happening. This is what I'm experiencing. Are you not seeing what I'm seeing? This is, look at it. The fact is not the word, the truth. The fact is not the truth. The fact is not the truth. So, the, God asks him, prophesy. How do you change your circumstance? How do you give life to your circumstance? Bring change is by prophesying. Declare. Speak the word. Somebody says, speak the word. Speak the word of God. Speak the word of God. And before you speak the word, you must know the word, what the word of God says. Remember? Ezekiel. God asked Ezekiel a question. He was smart enough to say, God, you know, not speaking the wrong thing. No matter how pressure rise you have been, never allow the enemy to make you to say the wrong thing. Many homes have been destroyed by just a simple word. When they were arguing, and this is a family that have been together for years. And that world comes and is dead. Destroy all they have built over the years. That is not a portion in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that in every life. Under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus. God again he said to me prophesy to these bones. And say to them all dry bones. Hear the word of God. Hear the word of the Lord. Not your intellect. Not what Facebook says. Twitter. Instagram. Or Google say. Pastor. I search it out in Google. This is what it says. Not what Google says. What is God saying concerning that circumstance. Change comes when you speak life. When you speak the word of God. You speak your expectation. For the expectation of the righteous is good and it cannot what? Be cut off. You speak the desired result. Hear the word of God. Every circumstance hears hears 
Because the world is, in the world is spirit alive. Everything hears the word of God. Because everything was created by the word of God. There is nothing in existence or led today that just came by itself outside the world. Everything you are seeing. Living and non-living things came by the word of God. The solid mineral, name it anything. Everything you are seeing today came by the word of God. And they hear the world. And they are controlled by the world. He uphold all things with the words of his power. He uphold all things. All things means what? All things. There is no exception. All things. So what do you do? You speak the word. Isaiah said, declare thou that thou mayest be justified. You speak the word. Somebody says, speak the word. We're talking about the power that quickens. You speak the word. Naturally speaking, this is a very, very hopeless situation. And God looked at Ezekiel and said, prophesy. And Ezekiel, he said, prophesy. He followed the instruction. He followed the instruction. He didn't speak his intellect, his imagination. He speak exactly what he was told to say. Oh, dry bones, hear the word of, of the Lord, not the opinion of that professor. Not the opinion of that blogger or that politician. That celebrity here in the United States, you know, we celebrate anything. And many today are dying because of foolishness, following the words of people that are foolish. Hear the word of the Lord. Not what Google says. Not what the stock market says. Not the economic forecast. Every time I talk like this, I remember Elijah, Elisha when there was great famine in the land. And Elisha said, by this time tomorrow, there will be abundance in the land. And the economic advisor to the president says, how can this be? Even if God opened up the whole heavens, how can it be? And Elisha said, you will see it, but you will not partake it. That is the greatest evil you will do to yourself, to see and not be able to partake of it. That is not your portion in the name of Jesus. You cannot. Your intelligent, your smartness cannot overrule the word of God. Don't question God's word. Don't alanize the word of God. Don't debate the word of God. You came to a system by God's word. The word of God is bigger than your mind, your mind, your intelligence. The word of God is smarter than your smartness. Whenever 
you see yourself analyzing, questioning, and querying the word of God, you are already drifting, drifting to destruction. Anyone doing that, clear ground for him or her. No matter the title they carry. Apostle Peter speaking to the Jewish right people in Acts chapter 2. He says, save yourself from this untoward generation. Anyone that is always questioning the word of God, arguing the word of God, querying the word of God, run from him or her. Save yourself from this untoward generation. Deliver yourself. I strongly believe in the simplicity of the word of God. Believe, receive the word like a baby. And believe what he says. Because God does not know how to crack jokes. God means what he says and says what he means. Praise God. And forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Thank God it's not here in the United States. The conservatives, the Republican Party, and Democrats, and independent could have polluted and perverted it. Thank God it's not here on it. Praise God. Where every day they are rewriting the things naturally. Repainting false pictures to your mind. Trying to let you know that what you saw with your eye is not real. What you hear is not real. Thank you Lord that forever your word is settled in heaven. Not here in the United States. Glory to God. Son of man. Prophesy. Thus says the Lord God for these bones. What will bring change? What will bring transformation? What will bring life? What will bring healing to your issue, to your circumstance? Is thus says the Lord. The word of God. The word that I speak to you. They are spirit and they are life. Glory to God. Thus says the Lord God. To these bones. You speak address. Specific. Zero in. Targeted. To that issue. Speak to the root of that circumstance. It will change. Because the word of God. Supersedes every other thing. There is power in the word of God. Glory to God. Surely. I will cause breath. To enter into you. And you shall live. Do you see that? Dry bone. Very dry. The Bible says not just dry. They were very dry. And he said. I the most high God. Will cause breath. To come to you. Somebody say the breath of God. The power that quickens. The power that quickens. I will cause bread to come to you and you shall leave. You shall leave. Your job, your home, your marriage shall leave in the name of Jesus. Jairus 
came to Jesus. The daughter was sick. So Jesus come and pray for her that she will be healed, she will be recovered, and she shall leave. God ordained you to live, for you will live and not die. All the numbers of your days on earth, you will fulfill. Every appointment with that, I cancel it with the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, every agreement with that, I cancel it with the blood of Jesus. The blood that rectify the higher authority, the higher, the higher covenant. Every agreement, every covenant with that. You are not the son of my voice. I cancel it with the blood of Jesus. I set you free. I release you to life in the name of Jesus. For he who the son of God set free is free indeed. You are free to live. You are free to enjoy life in the name of Jesus. He said, I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you. Cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Do you see that? How many times you shall live? That is the end result. Life! For the world that I speak to you, they are spirit and life. You shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesy verse 7 so uh, what what did i do i prophesy there is what i call the blessing of obedience simple obedience dr charles stanley the man i respect so much he said he said believe god obey god and leave the consequences with god it's simple many people they just carry many loads you know because as you are trying to be smart, you are sinking yourself deeper. You discover that you are exposing your foolishness. Because no one is wiser than God. He says simply obey God and leave the consequences to God. As long as this is what God says, obey him and leave the consequence, the responsibility. He knows how to defend himself. Praise God. The God that I serve is too big for you to defend him. Some people, the story I had of people that carry their God in their pocket. So when they're, so, they're going somewhere and when you forget the God, your God at home or in the car, in the train or in the plane, which means you are gone. They gone, the Philistine God. They took the ark and brought Dagon and brought the ark into the altar of Dagon. Can you imagine God's presence together with demon, idol, the image that have no life in it? The following morning, Dagon bowed. He worshipped God, face ground. And the people came, carried their God, repositioned him, and sit him very well. They didn't hear the hydrat, see the hydrating on the wall. The warning shot got fired. They did not hear it. Lift him up, sat him down. Well, oh, they're gone. They are God. Don't, don't be annoyed. 
please don't be don't be no don't be angry with us he could not help himself how can someone that could not help you the god that could not deliver or save himself protect himself help or save you the god that I serve is too big to be threatened by any being Satan, the devil that God created, was called the Lucifer. He rose up and caused a rebellion. One word God said, Here, you are not staying, you are going down. That's all. And he came down. He wanted to be like the Most High, he became the Most Low. And you know where he is? Under my feet. Under your feet. For you to know how powerful the word of God is. That same word of God that we are talking about. That will bring change to your life. Bring change to your hope. Bring change to your job. Bring change to your health. Bring change to your family. That will save and deliver you. That same word kept him down. He could not fight his way out. To free himself from that wall. You are going down. He still remained down. Here you will not stay. But you are going down. The world. God did not enter. Into ring. Or raise up. Call his. Uh, all, the, all the military personnel to say, oh, we are threatened. No, God cannot be threatened by any creature, any being he created. And, and let me fast forward ahead of myself. And you do you know that the same world that brought the devil down and kept the devil down is the same world that have raised you up. If you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that have raised you up far above all principalities and power and seated you together with Jesus in heavenly places. The same word of God, not another word. The same word that brought the devil down and kept the devil down is the same word that I've raised you up. Hallelujah! And seated you together with Christ. The same word of God. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled. In heaven. So I prophesied. As I was commanded. And as I prophesied. There was noise. And suddenly. A rattling. As you declare the world. The world will bring change. The world will bring transformation. The world will bring shifting. You know he will take. Remove and replace. Glory to God. The world will remove and replace. Take away that who trouble you and replace you with what you need in the name of Jesus. Take your problem and give you answers and solutions. For himself took all our infirmities, all our sickness, all our diseases. He took our sin. He took our iniquity. He took our shame. He took our reproach. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his strength, we were healed. 
the word, the word of God, the word of God. Take and replace. Remove and replace. He will remove what troubles you and replace with solution that you need. We replace with the answer that you need in the name of Jesus. So I prophesied and suddenly what have not taken place before will take place in your life. A change come to you under the sound of my voice. You under the sound of my voice. A change come to your life. A change come to your heart. A change come to your marriage. A change come to your business. A change come to your family. In the name of Jesus. Receive change. In the name of Jesus. Receive liberty. Deliverance. In the name of Jesus. Bone to bones. He know how to bring together. My dad preached the message. a divine arrangement. He know how to connect. Everyone. Holding your answers. Holding your resources. I call them fought for you. In the name of Jesus. Receive divine connection. Receive divine arrangement. Receive divine advantage. In the name of Jesus. The power that quickens, that gives life. So bone to bone. So wow. Bones to bone. Will you know why? Because the word of God says. Because the word of God is not void of power. The word of God cannot return to God void. Go with me to Isaiah. Isaiah 55, 10 and 11. Quickly. Isaiah 55. Well, we pause there in verse 7. Isaiah 55, 10 and 11. Bone, the movement. What brought about the movement? Because the word of God is not void of power. The word of God cannot return to him void. Verse 11, Isaiah 55, verse 11. Verse 10, I beg your pardon. For as the rain goes, comes down, and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth in bold, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish, accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. His word can never fail. That is why when you speak the word, all you need, speak the word. The centurion that have the servant sick came to Jesus. He said, Jesus, one of my trusted servants is sick. Jesus said, I will come to your house. He said, no. I am a man under authority. I, ha I have people under me. When I say go and they go, he says, speak the word only. And my servant shall be healed. Jesus cleared the eye and say, Wow. What a faith. Speak the word only. Just open your mouth and speak the word. Declare to that circumstance. Declare to that child. Declare to that husband. Declare to that wife. Declare to that business. Declare to that study. Hey. Young, young ones here in the service. That you are having problem with any study, any course. Speak, speak to it. 
to it, the problem will be replaced. Understanding will come to you. In the name of Jesus, just speak the word. And there will be change and there will be transformation. Glory to God. The centurion said, speak the word only. And Jesus spoke the word. And the servant was healed. So the word cannot return void. That's why we must speak. So Ezekiel spoke. Verse 8. Indeed as I looked. The sinews and the flesh came upon them. And the skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them. Remember this was dry. Very dry bones. Man they have cups. Because the only thing is there's no life. What happened? You see, this is where many of us miss it. This is where many believers miss it. A little sign they will take off without being patient to see the work complete. Philippians 1 6 said, This is a confidence I have in him. That he who has begun the good work in me will finish it. We have to wait for him to finish what he start. Receive grace of waiting. Grace of patience. To receive the full-blown result. God is not in doing half business. Half baked. Cake that is not fully baked. It's wasted. You waste your money. You waste your time. You waste your energy, right? And that's the reason why today many are in church they don't have roots. Full of bitterness and they are angry against God and angry against pastor, angry against church. I gave my offering, nothing happened. I gave my tithe, nothing happened. You know? You have to wait for God to finish what he began. He began it, not you. The God you and I serve is a finisher. Is the finisher. He, he, he is the finisher. What he begins, he finishes. And the Bible says, hear me or hear me clearly. You under the sound of my voice. He makes all things beautiful in his time. He determines when he's finished. Because when he's finished, you'll be so beautiful. Look at Adam. When Adam was created, Adam was alone. And the Bible says it was, it's not good for a man to be alone. What did God did? He put him to sleep and created Adam, a woman. When God finished the woman, what happened? He brought the woman to him. Allow God to finish what he started in your life. I don't know who Holy Ghost is speaking to. Don't uproot yourself. It looked as if naturally everything is done because they are now, it's not a corpse. Dry bone is not a corpse. But God is not true yet. God is not done yet because there's no life in them. Because at that stage, it's useless. Both to Ezekiel and both and useless to every other person. God that you serve is the finisher. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. 
wait on him, wait patiently. The Bible says, wait patiently on the Lord. Let him finish what he started. He knows when it's true with you. Don't jump before your time. Someone said the power that quickens. There was no life. They just slain. So God told him exactly what to do. He said, prophesy. Son of man. Prophesy. And say to the breath. Somebody said the breath of life. Speak to the breath. Thus says the Lord God. Come from the four winds. O breath. And breathe on this slain. That which seems useless. As you wait patiently for God to finish. Don't disregard anything. Don't disregard anyone. Because God is working in us. We are all a work in project, in progress. That person that don't know how to match color. Tomorrow might be the president. If anyone could have told the world and the United States that Donald J. Trump would be the United States president, you would say, oh, go and sit down. Right? Don't rule out anyone. You didn't hear me. Don't rule out anyone. My dad always say, anyone that have breath in him, especially a child of God, don't, give, don't count him out. Honey, God is working on every one of us. He's not done with us. When he's true with us, we will comfort as pure gold. Praise the Lord. It's not done with us yet. It's not done with you yet. So don't give up on God. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on God. Don't surrender to the enemy. God is still at work. He is working in you both to will and to do of his own good pleasure. When God is true with you, you will bring pleasure to him. You will bring glory to him. So God have much at stake more than you in this business. You didn't hear me. God have much at stake in this business. Yesterday I was we were talking during the prayer meeting. I said, look at it. I, I, I've developed that. After this series, I'm going to preach that message. Look at it. God, do you know what God invested in you? His life and the life of his son. The investor is the one that protects the investment, right? You didn't invest anything. The Bible said, while we were yet in sin, Christ died for us. So you didn't do anything. You don't have anything at stake. No man has anything at stake concerning this business. God has much more at stake than you and I. And you know, at the end of the day, 
is for his glory. Praise God. So that's why I must wait for him. So he's prophesied. Verse 10. So I prophesied as commanded. And bread came into them. And they lived and stood upon their feet. An exceeding great army. Do you see that? An exceeding great army. You see, this end result is what terrorizes the devil. The devil said, know that when he allow you to become what God ordained for you, you become so great. You become so glorious. He is in a mess. He will be in trouble. So he wants you to jump boat before God finish. So he wants you to agree with him. Because if two of two shall touch and agree, they can agree with the devil or can agree with God. Because the same way he seduced and deceived Eve is the same way he's functioning today. The same Amodi. He has never changed. He's subtle. Don't give him space. My daddy said, don't give him any landing. Don't, don't just discuss with him because he's smarter than you. Exceeding great army. You see that? This is what the enemy was afraid of. Your greatness cannot be aborted in the name of Jesus. The greatness that God ordained for you will manifest. The word of God will come to pass in your life. For the counsel of God alone shall stand. That which God ordained for you will come to pass. All you need to do is put your hands in the hands of God. Submit yourself to God. Submit yourself to the Holy Ghost. Obey him. Listen to him. And do exactly what you say you should do. Follow this direction. Ezekiel gave us a, a blueprint. In this place, one striking thing is that there is nothing, there is no hopelessness with the breath of life. The breath of God. No hopelessness with God. No hopelessness with in, there is no circumstance it cannot change. That's a great lesson here. No matter how bad it looks, he will always make a way. He will always turn it around. For we know that all things work together for the good of them who love God, who are the called according to his purpose. It is his purpose. He has a purpose for your life. You are not a mistake. Where you are now, what is happening in your life now does not define you. It's not the end of your story. Are you hear what I'm saying? I don't care how bad it seems now. That's not your end. That's not the end of your story. It's just part of this. What your present circumstance is just increasing the rate of your testimonies. Glory to God. Just as this very dry bone rose up to become great, exceedingly great army, you will become exceedingly great. In this year of 
exceeding abundantly. You will become exceedingly great. You will outdrive your destiny. You will have become all God has ordained for your life. Nothing will abort your destiny. Nothing will abort God's purpose for your life. In the name of Jesus, I speak life to every deadness in your life. Whatever is dead in your life, I speak life to it in the name of Jesus. Talk to God. What is going on around you? What is that circumstance threatening you? Speak life. The power that quickens. Open your mouth. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. We say the man's belly shall be satisfied. The life of by the what fruit of his belly, of his mouth, of his sleep. Speak, speak to that circumstance. Speak to that issue. Yes, you under the sound of my voice. You have not made Jesus Lord and Savior of your life. I want you to know that there's no hopelessness with you. God loves you. God cares for you. Jesus died for you. He paid the price. Why not receive him now? All you need is open your mouth and call upon him. For as many that call upon the Lord shall be saved. I want you to call upon him. I want you to receive him, Jesus, that died for you. I want you to pray this prayer with me. From being the meaning with all your heart. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me by giving your son Jesus to die for me. Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for paying the price for me. Thank you for taking my sins, taking my shame, taking my reproach, taking my sickness and my disease. Thank you for setting me free. Thank you for making me whole. Thank you for giving me the Holy Spirit to live this life for you in the name of Jesus. That is it, my friend. If you pray this prayer wholeheartedly, I want you to go to your smartphone, your tablet, and download the Bible. The Bible is free. And make good friends with your Bible. And go to any Bible-believing church that the pastor sent you. And if you're here in Atlanta, Georgia, United States, I make bold to invite you to Trem God's Embassy's Manor. Address is 1611-1611, Roswell Street's Manor. Zip code. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remember blessed.